Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Now, back to Severe Reaction, powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. Williams in motion down to the near side. Snap back, DeVito looking left. Looking, throwing over the middle, pass caught by Williams. He's wide open, 40, 35, sprinting down the far side on 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and that is an Illinois touchdown. Isaiah Williams, a little drag right over the middle, made the catch, and then outraced the Huskers into the end zone. Illinois has grabbed the early lead. Welcome back. Severe reaction here on 1620 The Zone, brought to you by Equitable Bank. They take banking personally, and we'll answer the phone on the first ring. I am curious, when I look at Juice Jr., um, who came in as a quarterback for them, how hard was it for him to say, yes, I want to be a wide receiver after wanting to be a quarterback his whole life, accepting it, and doing something. Now, he had the fumble yesterday, but that's a great example of a guy who, you know, he had a goal. His goal wasn't going to work out at Illinois, didn't leave, stayed, and is contributing now, as I'm assuming by now he's a senior. He's been there forever. Um, you got to get guys. You got, some guys have to just stay, right? Out of all the guys you recruit, not everybody's going to work out the position you recruited them. Not everyone's going to work out in the first two years. You got to have guys who decide to stay, and then maybe it, they break through, um, which Isaiah Williams has kind of done that after just staying there and, and going through a couple of coaches and a couple of positions, and you know, good for him. Um, but you got to have guys like that. Um, real quick, um, I had those keys before the game. Success on first down. Keeping third down, average to go under four. I mentioned this earlier. Nebraska averaged 1.7 yards on first down, which is horrible. Seven rushes on first down for just five yards. The second one was get DeVito off his spot. Doesn't turn the ball over, but has taken a lot of sacks over his career. Well, guess what? Um, They didn't get him off his spot. They did get one sack on him, one stuff play, uh, which is, you know, got back to the line of scrimmage, so it wasn't a sack. Um, But... Didn't do much against him. He was 20 of 22 for 179 yards, two touchdowns. Nebraska was credited with zero, zero hurries, zero. Two sacks, one on DeVito, one on that trick play they tried to run. But in general, DeVito had all the time he wanted to cook back there. Um, And also, out of the 70 plays, Illinois only faced 24 official passing downs. That's determined by how many yards you have to go after first down. They ran 70 plays. Only 24 of them were considered passing down plays. And last, win the red zone, seven not threes. Nebraska only crossed Illinois' 40-yard line three times, twice in the first half. They had two picks and a field goal. So three out of the nine points came out of that. That's not very good in terms of finishing drive rate. On the other side, Illinois crossed Nebraska's 40-yard line five times. They got 20 points out of that. Of course, they got six points from the 46-yard pass. But So that's a four in terms of points scored in terms of finishing drive rate, which is pretty good. That's, that's okay. It's not great. But it's good enough to be able to, to beat Nebraska. Nebraska's got to get touchdowns um, to settle for field goals. It, it just The only way you're going to beat a team that's good defensively like Illinois is is to score touchdowns when you get your opportunity. You can't throw two picks um, inside, of the, you know, inside of the team's 40-yard line. 
Let's go back to the phones. It's where Aaron is this morning. What's up, Aaron? Yeah, so I was just wanting to talk a little bit about um, their intelligence or lack of when mm-hmm. playing. Yeah, you know, like Reimer, best player on the defense probably. Yeah. He gets the guy out of bounds, extends the drive. Yeah. It's just that type of stuff year after year, game after game, that turns a possible win into a loss. And so um, I think that's the biggest issue with them, you know, talent also, but they're just not a very smart football team. Yeah, and Aaron, I think part of it is, uh, and that was a horrible play. It made no sense that he would do that. But there is a level of frustration from not being successful and a level also of guys just trying to make things happen at times that lead to penalties. But you're right. That was, that's an inexcusable thing that Reimer did. He knows better than that. I, I, don't, I can't even – I can't make an excuse for it. What, I mean, then for like, you know, Whipple and the quarterback, that type of stuff, um, earlier uh, – Someone said that, Mickey Joseph said that uh, we're going to just let Whipple do what he does, right? Yeah. Well, if he's going to be the head coach going forward, or if he thought he was going to be the head coach going forward, I think he would handle that situation completely different. You think he would have gone with Logan Smothers instead of going with Tupper Purdy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just think that, like, he would be a little more forceful with Whipple. Yeah. If Mickey Joseph really thought he was going to be the head coach going forward, I think that he would own own it and say, no, we need to give ourselves the best chance to win this game, how this game is going, hmm. and not necessarily how you normally coach a game. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but... You, you might know. be right, Aaron. You're right. You're right. I, I, I think that right away, Mickey said when he took over, he was going to let his coaches coach. So he puts, you know, takes Chenander out of there. Um, put Bill Bush in there and say, hey, you go fix this. I know you can. Whipple, you call the game. I'm not going to get in your way. Ultimately, the majority of head coaches make you know a handful of decisions as a game where they're going to call a timeout, uh, if you're going to go for it on fourth down, if you're going to punt here, if you're going to kill field goal here. Those are usually most of the decisions. But I'm sure there are going to be times where a coach in that situation, we're going to go with the quarterback that gives us the best chance to win. They're down 11, opposed to being down – you know, like I said earlier, thirteen to nine, which they could have been if they could have held on to the ball and not given it back. Maybe it's a different situation then, but I think they did it simply because they want to see what they have in Chubba Purdy going forward to see if he's the quarterback for next year. That's what I think they did, um, and I think they got their answer as well. One more call before we take a break. We got to get to Steve Sipple. Um, go ahead, Will. What's happening, Will? How you doing? Good, sir. Uh, thanks, Mike. For Michael, I'm sorry for taking my call. Long time, first time. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel like most of the other callers do. This is my opinion, and it smells like everybody else's. Um, you know, the only guy that has his head on straight is is, uh, is Trev. I think we need to cut all ties with anybody that has had anything to do with Nebraska as far as coaching goes and start completely new from the bottom to the top, except for Trev. He, I think he has the ability to think outside the box and uh, do a good job. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great day. Yeah, I appreciate it, Will. And I knew that's what we happened in 2004. Remember, 
They cut all ties essentially except for Turner Gill, who they kept for one year and brought in all new guys. And obviously Callahan and John Blake and those guys did recruit well. They did put together talent enough to get to the Big 12 championship game. They put together enough talent to give Bo Pelini some real talent when he took over. Um, I don't think you have to have a connection in Nebraska to coach at Nebraska. I never thought that. Um, it might help in terms of some local knowledge, but there are other guys who haven't coached here who have really good local knowledge of the area because they've coached other places and recruited here. Chris Kleiman's got plenty of local knowledge here of the state. There's a lot of guys that have lots of local knowledge of the state. Lance Leipold, a lot of local. Now, he was on the staff at Nebraska, but still, you know what I mean. There are guys that have that local knowledge. I don't believe the guy has to have any connection at all to Nebraska, and I don't believe the guy will. I think Trev Alberts is going to hire the guy he believes that has the best chance to build Nebraska back into a team that can tend for the Big Ten, period. We'll take a break. We come back. Stephen M. Sipple here on Severe Reaction on 1620 The Zone. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 